Welcome to Season 2 of There Are Good Things Here, the podcast where you listen in as Katie Hubbard talks to God about life in the year that it got upended by her first cancer diagnosis. I hope you'll find grace in her honest, hard, and hopeful words. I'm your host, Norman Hubbard, and I just want you to hold on to Jesus like Katie did. It won't be easy or perfect, but it will be worth it. Monday, March 2nd, 2009. Dear Lord, thank you for giving me four children. Mom and Dad are coming tomorrow. I am so glad. Katie, by the way, was getting ready for another MRI and a biopsy in order to determine the extent of the cancer spread in her right breast at this time. So that's why her mom and dad were coming for a visit. Last night, I went to a healing prayer service. Today, I feel kind of silly about the things I said. I will chalk that up to the accuser. Lindsay got a picture of a chain with a knot in it. I think that pretty accurately describes my life in ministry right now. There's a kink in the chain. I think the kink is my deep down, is it resentment or bad attitude or discontent with the financial aspect of being in ministry. It seems impossible to get rid of, but then you don't know impossible. All of the kids got sick this weekend, and so I couldn't go on the women's retreat. I have to repeat my MRI this week. I think it's Interesting to note that here Katie is gearing up mentally and physically for an MRI and another biopsy, but the thing that she's focused on most is she has a friend who kind of has a picture of a chain with a kink in it, and Katie looks inwardly and says, I think the kink is my discontentment, maybe even my resentment with the financial challenges of working in vocational ministry, which is where uh, we were in life at that time. And then also you can see just the everyday pressures of she had planned to go on a women's retreat and all four of the kids whom she loved very dearly got sick. Gives you a picture into the various burdens that she was carrying through this time of her initial diagnosis of cancer. She goes on on March 4th, 2009, a Wednesday, to say, Dear Lord, I stayed up until midnight reading, parentheses, like a dummy, but it was such a good book. Even now it brings a smile to my face. But you still woke me up this morning, no alarm clock even. I love this journal entry, by the way, because Katie and I both had a tendency to stay up really late at night if we were really into a good book. And our definitions of good books, by the way, were pretty wide, so we were pretty often staying up late at night to read. March 5th, 2009, the next day, a Thursday. Dear Lord, yay, I survived my MRI. It was long and uncomfortable. Thankfully, I had you and two Valium. I went to bed at 8.30, and I never heard a thing after that. And now, I slept until 6. I love that comment also. I had you, Lord, and two Valium for my MRI. 
And she goes on to add from the devotional Jesus Calling, which she was reading through at this time, make friends with the problems in your life, the devotional read. Every problem can teach you something, transforming you little by little into the masterpiece that I created you to be. The very same problem can become a stumbling block over which you fall if you react with distrust and defiance. And then Katie's final journal entry for this short podcast from Monday, March 9th, 2009. Dear Lord, today is the day in for a biopsy and possibly with another MRI. Jesus, you suffered without anesthesia. Father God, please help me. I feel so numb. I don't feel like I have the freedom to ask for healing. Lord, I don't want to lose my breast. I don't want the biopsy to hurt. Lord, please help me in this procedure. Please guide the doctors and let them find the spot. Please let the pathology come back clear. Please let them find it on the ultrasound. Please give me strength for this day. Hebrews 7, verse 25, and in parentheses, I realize this is wildly out of context. Therefore, he is also able to save to the uttermost those who come to God through him, since he always lives to make intercession for them. That is a very raw prayer that Katie offers to the Lord in her journal from March the 9th. It's really, in many ways, a rare window into uh, the depth of her soul as she urgently pleaded with the Lord six times, by the way, in that one-page journal entry, please, Lord, please, God, please, would you do this for me, as she asked for God to guide the surgeons and help her through the biopsy as they were trying to assess the extent of the cancer's spread in her breast tissue, and um, then just looking to the Lord in prayer and relying on the fact that God would be there for her to make intercession for her and save her. By the way, she does say she quotes Hebrews 7.25 out of context, but I would also add that when you read the word, God is able to save. It was also uh, in the Greek in its time brought with it the connotation of heal. God is able to heal or restore. And so, yeah, Katie, I'm not sure how out of context that verse was. Thanks for joining me for this episode of There Are Good Things Here. Please join us again in a couple of weeks.